0: Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about why you might need bone surgery for a plantar plate ligament repair. Okay, if you haven't checked it out yet and you have a plantar plate injury, you're a runner and you're trying to figure out what to do and what's best for you, you gotta check out the Plantar Plate Masterclass. You can get it for free at docontherun.com slash plantar plate masterclass. It's about a half an hour. It's a deep dive web class where I'll go into all the details and all the different pieces you really need to be thinking about if you're a runner and you have a plantar plate sprain, but you want to run. So I'll have a link in the show notes uh, for this episode, but again, you can go to doconrun.com slash masterclass and you can access it there. Now, we'll cue up the theme song and get straight into today's episode. Okay, now today we're talking about why you might need bone surgery when you have a plantar plate ligament repair. And I've talked about this before in other episodes where you basically have four kinds of structures that you could consider having surgery on. You could have bone surgery, you could have ligament surgery, tendon surgery, or joint surgery. And of course, when you have an injury to only the ligament, the plantar plate ligament, you might be wondering, Why in the world would the doctor want to do surgery on the bone as well? Is she just trying to make a Mercedes payment or something? Like what's the deal? Why all these other procedures? And hopefully this series on each individual set of procedures is gonna help you understand those things in detail so you can make a better decision when you're considering surgery, if you really want to get back to running. All right, let's talk about this. So when you're talking about surgery on the plantar plate, I think it's helpful to draw some pictures here, but basically what you've got is your foot and the bone we're talking about is the metatarsal bone. So the bone that goes out to the second toe, the second metatarsal is there. You have the proximal phalanx bone, the intermediate phalanx and the distal phalanx. And then the plantar plate ligament of course is Uh, down here on the bottom, it actually attaches and keeps the toe down against the ground by attaching on the bottom of that joint. So the, the bone in question here is the, in general, the second metatarsal bone. And how do we know it's second? Because it goes to the second toe. So the big toe is the first one. And if you look at this, you've got first, second, third, fourth, and fifth toes. You have the second metatarsal here, and then those three little bones that we're talking about. Those are the ones that go out to your toe. So this is the second metatarsal bone. Okay, so let's talk about which bone we're actually gonna be operating on if your doctor recommends that you have bone surgery for a plantar plate ligament repair. When you look at the foot, And if we're looking at the second toe where you have an issue with the plantar plate, it's really the second metatarsal bone that's going to be the one with the surgical procedure. And then, of course, you have the three bones that go into the toe, which are the proximal, intermediate, and distal phalanx. What you also have, of course, is the plantar plate ligament. That's the structure on the bottom that actually holds this down against the ground. And when it gets torn, you start having issues, and that's where all your pain is. So your pain's right at the ball of the foot right where the plantar plate ligament is and you start getting pain there, we know you have a problem and could even start to change into a hammer toe, we have bigger problems, but the surgeries are all here. And there's really three kinds of surgeries that we're talking about. Now, the reason you would want surgery, first of all, on the bone is to do anything to decrease the stress and strain to the plantar plate ligament. That's the name of the game here. You're really trying to figure out what can you do to actually decrease the upward pull here. Now, one thing we can do, uh, there are really three things. So. The first thing is to shorten the bone. So you're trying to shorten the bone, that's one thing. Second thing is to dorsiflex the bone, and we'll talk about what that means. And then the third thing is to unload the ligament, okay? So if you do something to take space out of here, it decreases the stress and strain on the bone, right? So let's talk about that one first. By if you, let's say for number three, if all you did was you went in and you removed this section of bone, and you took that out and removed it, what would you do? Well, obviously this piece would go in this direction and then this is here. That's actually removed and shortened the bone in a way that decreases the stress on the ligament because it actually lets it not be as stretched out. So that's the the simplest concept to understand here. Now that's, almost nobody does it this way because obviously if you're stepping on the ground here, you're gonna push this piece up unless you wait forever for that to completely heal. So it's not really done this way very much, but this is one of the things that you can decompress it. And there is one procedure that some people will do that actually is fairly stable uh, that kind of addresses that issue alone. But here's the other thing. There are basically three different procedures we're gonna talk about. And so what we'll do is we'll draw a couple pictures of the metatarsal bones here in the same order. Orientation, So you can understand these three procedures. All right, again, we're talking about the second metatarsal bone, the one that's going to the second toe. And the goal is to get the toe down on the ground and decrease all of the tension on the plantar plate ligament where it attaches to the base of the proximal phalanx in the toe. That's really what you're trying to do. So, the first thing we'll talk about is a while osteotomy. Now, osteotomy just means to cut the bone basically so it's a big fancy term and your doctor probably charges by the syllable that's why that name so while osteotomy is pretty simple we take a saw and we actually come in and we cut the bone in this orientation and why that or this is longer than we normally do it but why well you want it basically flat to the ground so the, the more level with the ground the more stable it is because you're going to step on it right so if you step on it it squeezes the place where it's healing together so what we do is we actually cut the bone and then we slide it In this direction and when you do that it actually changes the position of the bone so it's now back here and we cut off that bit so that it's not in the way but that actually shortens the bone in the same way that this does that decompresses it and it takes some of the stress and strain off of the ligament because Now the toe can actually move closer to the foot because it's gonna move that much closer and that decreases the stress on the ligaments. That's a wild osteotomy. After we move it in the right position, generally the surgeon puts a couple of screws across it. So your doctor, she might've told you that that's what she's gonna do and that's the way we would do it. So the second procedure is actually called a modified wild osteotomy. Now it is similar to this procedure, but it's modified. So what we do is instead of one single cut like that, we actually make one cut here and then a second cut there. And what does that do? Well, it makes a V-shaped wedge of bone that we take out. And when we take it out and we push the toe up like this, push the foot up, and then we put a little screw across it like that. Once it's stable, what does it do? Well, it moves the, the bone up here like that that does two things. So it shortens it a little bit, but it also removes the bone away from the ground. So that decreases the direct pressure and stress to the plantar plate ligament, while also decreasing the strain or stretch of the ligament at the same time. So now you've got less tension on the ligament but you also have less direct pressure so that does two things at once when you modify it and remove a little wedge of bone now the next procedure is actually a thing called a floating v and this is less popular today but you still might find somebody that wants to do it so a floating v is pretty simple so if we look at your foot from above where this is the first second third fourth and so on and you have the second metatarsal here we actually make two cuts like this a v-shaped cut and a V-shaped cut, and we then remove that wedge. And now what you have is that you've removed this wedge, but it's actually, you've got two kind of cuts here, but that actually, since it's free now, this piece is loose, we can slide it up. So we slide it up, and now it's in a new position where it's removed the stress and strain, and it's actually come back a little bit because we have to, move it in this direction obviously, put it back together. So now you've basically effectively removed that part of the bone. You've now shortened it and you moved it away from the ground. So why is that important? Well, we talked about this at the beginning. So when you shorten it, it decreases the amount of stretch in the plantar plate ligament. And when you dorsal flex it, which means move up toward the top of the foot and away from the ground, that removes some of the stress and strain to the plantar plate ligament. So although we may not have proof that that's what caused your trouble, many times when the doctors recommend this procedure, they're assuming that because the bone tilts down toward the ground and it was maybe too long or maybe had too much pressure on it based on the way that we analyze the condition of your foot, the calluses on your foot, the wear pattern on your shoes, that sort of stuff we assume you have quote unquote, too much pressure on that bone. So we wanna move it away from the ground to decrease some of the pressure on the ground to that bone and the plantar plate ligament at the same time. So those are basically the three procedures and the basics of those procedures. But if you're considering surgery, you know you really want to ask the doctor lots of questions and make sure you know which one of these procedures you're having before you schedule a second opinion so you should definitely get a second opinion before you have surgery but it's very valuable if you can compare what the doctor tells you in the second opinion to the first opinion but over and over patients call me they'll say i saw a doctor she said i have to have surgery i want to know if i have to surgery I say, what did she say she would do and they say well i don't know some kind of surgery to fix it well the fix is very different depending upon which combination of these not just these three procedures, but the whole four groups of procedures you could have to actually address it. So make sure you understand which procedure you're gonna have, whether or not you're gonna have one of these osteotomy or bone cut procedures on the second metatarsal, and that'll really help you understand whether or not it's a good idea, and if it's necessary for you. So check it out if you found this valuable, if you like this instruction and you think it helped you understand it better, send it to somebody, share it, like it, do something so that it actually increases our ratings and helps other people find these uh, demonstrations as well. So thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next training.